What the fuck is up, you beautiful bastards and bitches? How y'all doing today? It's March 29th, son. Another beautiful day on this beautiful goddamn planet. A time for you to appreciate all that you have and all that you could not have. All that could be taken away from you in a fucking instant. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. We're still on the brink of World War III. Could happen. I hope it doesn't, but it could. Uh, not really going to focus on that today. You know, things are developing, but I mean, there's there's nothing we can do, obviously. So, you know, just hope that things turn out all right. That's all you can do, my my friends. But what I do want to talk about today is not being anybody's bitch. And I realize I'm saying this a bit vulgarly, and it's kind of a generalization, but basically this is an all-encompassing idea as far as like behaving as a human being it goes to your behavior with your significant other and your behavior with your friends so what i mean by this is as an example i have a friend who to his wife he you know bows to her wishes and whims very often and he basically molds himself into what she finds palatable now that in of itself in small amounts is not a big deal right like as an example my wife you know, she likes it when I make the bed. Before I met her, I never made my fucking bed. I was like, oh, I'm just going to be in it later. Now I make my bed because it, it, she likes that, so I do it, right? It's a small little thing that makes her happy, makes her feel more comfortable in the house, and it's really not that big of a deal. It takes me 10 seconds, you know. It's not a huge part of my day, right? And I do other stuff too that, you know, I didn't do before, and I'm a little bit cleaner than I used to be, and I, you know do more household chores, I wash the dishes, that kind of thing, you know, I'll I'll help her with the chores and do things basically to try and, you know, take as much as I can off her plate and make her more comfortable and, you know, make her happy, right? That said, uh, I'm still me. And this friend that I'm referencing, he's not really him anymore. And what I mean by that is he has changed drastically, right? Like, he used to be a fun dude who did some stupid shit pretty often. You know, he made some big, really big mistakes. I'm not going to say he didn't. He certainly did. And um, made some bad decisions. But overall, he was really fun to be around, right? That's what everybody said about him. We all really liked being around him. And now, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, he's he doesn't really act like him anymore. I mean, he acts like what she wants him to act like, you know? And whenever we're out, she's always whispering into his ear. And, you know, it, it's like that... That character from Lord of the Rings, Grime of Wormtongue. If you hadn't seen it, or if you do see it, but you know who the fuck I'm talking about. It's the second movie. The guy's whispering into the king's ear. It's like poisoning his ear. It's like that. And I'm not saying that to disparage her. Like, I don't hold her to account on this at all. This is all him. He just lets it happen. And I think part of it is he made a, a stupid mistake that hurt her. And because of that mistake, he decided, I think he's just like trying to make it up however he can, right? But it's going too far. It's to the point where he just does, like I said, whatever she wants him to do. Um, like, he wouldn't buy, you know, things to do. I don't want to get too specific because I don't want anybody to put this together, you know, in case you know who I am or anything like that. But we play games together, stuff like that, and he wasn't playing games with us, wasn't buying the games to play with us, and he usually used to play games with us all the time. Doesn't do that anymore. Um, used to hang out with us a lot. Doesn't really do that anymore. Um... You know, he used to just randomly come over to my house and another friend's house, and he doesn't really do that anymore. And this kind of behavior, you know, if you're just sick of us or whatever, like as a general statement, if you're just a person who does this and is just sick of hanging out with those people that you're doing it to, I get it. 
But that's not what he claims. So the only conclusion I can draw is that he's not allowed, right? And a couple, like a week ago or two weeks ago, we were spo- we had made plans like months in advance to hang out and do some psychedelics together. And because my, my wife was going to be gone. And so we were planning to do that. And he ended up bailing on the plans to do something with his wife. And I get it, man. I do. But I mean, we have to have some kind of priority, right? And you can't just be this weak man that, that bends to every whim and wish of your significant other. And you can't bend to every whim and wish of your friends either for that matter. You know, Jordan Peterson says, and, you know, whether you like him or don't like him, this is a commonly held psychiatric evaluation of people, or I may have phrased that incorrectly, but basically a lot of psychiatrists uh, typically say that you shouldn't just be weak and bow to your partner's every whim, right? Like there, you have to be someone to contend with. Like a woman or a man or whoever may be happy with who you are right now, bending to their every whim and will and doing whatever they say, but eventually they're going to want someone who stands upright, who, you know, they respect. Because at the end of the day, if they're doing this to you and they're treating you this way, they don't really fucking respect you. That's, that's what it really comes down to. And, you know, I've kind of tried to talk to him about this, but it's hard, man. It is because he gets offended and I understand why and he gets defensive and I understand why. Like I said, I mean, it's a sensitive subject. I totally get that. But it's coming from a place of concern more than anything because I really don't like she's been good for him overall. Like He's really gotten his act together and all that. And that's great. You know, he's the most successful as a human being he's ever been. That said, he's, like I said, he's also the most boring as a human being he's ever been, right? Like, there's a balance to be struck here. And while I totally, you know, support their relationship and all that stuff, I'm afraid, very afraid, honestly, that uh, it's going to go badly. And what I mean by that is that eventually one day she's going to wake up and just get sick of this shit, get sick of this, like, bending and breaking to his will or her him breaking bending and breaking to her will is what i meant to say and you know she's gonna leave him they're gonna get a divorce she's gonna fuck someone else whatever it may be i don't want that to happen so when i comment on it and when i try and talk to him about it it's coming from a good place because i want things to work out for him and i love him and i care about him but you know he doesn't see it that way i guess he just sees it as you know, we we were giving him shit and busting his balls, and he was like, I'm defending my wife. We were like, no one's insulting your wife, my dude. We're all just busting your balls. Like, we're giving you shit. You're totally misinterpreting the intended target. And it's not even to be mean or anything like that. It's it's a little bit to get a laugh, but it's more to, like, kind of point out, like, hey, man, maybe you should really address this. And he was just very dismissive of all of us. And, you know, I, I guess there's only so much you can say and or do. But I I wish that he would take it a little more seriously. You know, there was uh, that was something I learned pretty early on with one of my early relationships. I dated this girl, and um, when we first got together, she respected me and saw me as someone to contend with or whatever, right? But then once we actually got together, I kind of became a bitch. I did whatever she said, whatever she wanted me to do. I kind of didn't have my own opinions anymore. I would just follow whatever she wanted. Um, whatever she wanted to eat, wherever she wanted to go, you know, I was, I was her little bitch and things started falling apart. I remember one time, like halfway through, we got in a fight and, um, she told me that she said something along the lines of, you know, I thought you were a manly man and you, you're kind of a bitch or, or something like that. And she was right. I was acting like a bitch. I was totally acting like a bitch. And 
I didn't want to hear it at the time. And I, you know, wanted to pretend that she was wrong or, you know, be like, oh, I'm just being nice or whatever. But nobody wants someone they can just bend and fucking mold like goddamn rubber. They want, they want somebody they can respect. You know, there should be some mutual respect there. And so this continued on and eventually she went on deployment. She was in the military. I forgot to mention and she went on deployment, and she ended up fucking someone else and cheating on me, and that sucked, man, that really fucking hurt, it's one of the worst experiences of my life, but I learned something from it, you know, I learned that you can't just be a broken bitch for your significant other, just doing everything they want and say is not a solution, it's not something that's going to keep you together, it may seem like the easier path, and it is the easier path in the beginning, but eventually it leads to some real conflict that eventually just can't be resolved and it's just going to resolve or results in the relationship ending. And it sucks, but you know, it is what it is. I always try and look back on any relationship I had that went bad and and try and learn something from it, you know, like that one, I learned to kind of stand up for myself and not just be a bitch and just take everything they fed me and you know, just be a broken man. And then I lied to this one girl, a really stupid lie at the beginning of our relationship that I was embarrassed about. And I kept it going for two years while we dated. And then eventually she found out and she broke up with me because she thought I was a pathological liar. I wasn't, but I understood why she broke up with me in the aftermath, right? Because I told her a stupid lie and while she had blown up the the reality of it in the sense that like it really wasn't that big of a deal it was a thing i was embarrassed about i should have told her myself and i didn't and i understand why she did it right so after that i learned like don't fucking lie don't lie anymore there's no reason to fucking lie stop fucking lying and you know there was my first serious relationship that one that one i just learned i learned to not be selfish, I guess. But then I swung completely the other way with the next one with the, the girl that I was a bitch for. But but yeah, I mean, there were times where I was, I, I mean, I want to say selfish, but I mean, maybe that's not the right word. I learned to focus on the girl more, I guess, the person I'm with, like give them more of my time. Because that one, we were together for a long time. We were together for like, I think four years, something like that, maybe three or four. And... I don't know. I just didn't give her a whole lot of my time and I wasn't very nice to her sometimes. And I regret some of that, you know, and I regret the way I treated all these girls that I I was, you know, mean to or lied to or was a broken bitch to whatever the case may be. I mean, they did things wrong to me. It's not a one way street, obviously. And, you know, anybody that's been in any relationship understands that. But at the end of the day, you know, you can only be responsible for your own actions. And it's, you shouldn't hold anything indefinitely against anyone, you know. At a certain point, holding a grudge just hurts you. And if you did something wrong, you definitely shouldn't hold it against them, in my opinion. But yeah, I learned those from those. And then the last relationship I had before this one where I got married, um, I was with a girl. And what did I learn from that one? I guess just to involve her in my shit, I guess would be the big thing. We broke up and I kind of broke up with her, but she, she didn't like that I didn't involve her in my shit, like my interests, that kind of thing. I know for some people they're going to hear this and be like, you know, well, these are very obvious lessons. Why'd you need to learn them at all? But 
you know, I was a imperfect human being. I'm still an imperfect human being and it takes time to learn this shit, you know, like you take some mistakes, you make mistakes, you grow from them. That's what happened. That's what I did. But yeah, I mean, that's what uh, is going on with my friend right now. And like I said, I just, I don't think it should be that way with anyone, friends or otherwise. You shouldn't, there should be mutual respect in every relationship, whether it's platonic and friendly or romantic, you know, that there's got to be mutual respect there. Because if there's not, you got nothing as far as I'm concerned, you know, even if you have trust, there's no mutual respect is even real trust, you know, like, I don't know, man. That's my opinion. And it's just really frustrating seeing him go down this path. And we've been roasting him a lot. And, you know, I kind of, I've kind of eased up on it because I feel bad. I feel like I'm going in too hard. And I can tell he gets offended sometimes. He says he's not, but I, I know he is. And, you know, I'm trying to ease up on that. But we're just trying to get the message across that maybe it's not a good idea to just, you know, be a, a, a he bitch for her at all times. Gotta stand up for yourself, man. You gotta you gotta do things with your buddies. Prioritizing your friends when you get in a relationship, that that's uh, that's probably what I really learned from the last one. You you can't just abandon your friends. I know it's really tempting to when you get with someone to just focus 100% on them. And maybe you should initially, right? Like spend a lot of time with that person you like, go out with them, go do things with them, all that kind of shit. That's all good and and dandy. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But I'm saying that at some point, you know, within like, I don't know, six months or so, at least at the, at the latest, in my opinion, you need to start incorporating them into your friend group. You need to start spending time with your friends too, right? Like I remember pretty much every girl I've been with, uh, once we started dating, I focused on them heavily, right? And sometimes my friends would fall to the wayside for, you know, a couple months and I'd feel bad about that and I'd start working them back in. And... You know, with this one, with my my wife, uh, for me at least, I, I worked her in really early, right? I, I took her to things with my friends and made sure she got to know my friend group pretty quickly and felt comfortable and felt like a part of it. And, you know, now we're all one big group and it's great. Um, that might be part of the key to success too, is like having a loving friend group and keeping your significant other as part of it. I mean, it sucks when, if you have like a significant other that doesn't like your friends, to me, honestly, that's a huge fucking red flag. Like, if they don't like your friends, that's a fucking problem. Because your friends are your extended family. They're a huge part of your life. They're part of your support group. They're necessary for your growth as a human being. And if you don't have a loving group of friends, I don't know how the fuck you're living your life, to be completely honest. Because I don't know I don't know what I'd do without my friend group. I don't know what I'd do without you know the camaraderie I get from that. And if my wife didn't get along with that, that would really fucking suck, honestly. But... Like I said, overall, uh, you, you got to find a balance, man. That's all I'm saying. You got to you gotta find a way to incorporate her into your life and maintain the other aspects of your life at the same time and not let things fall to the wayside. There's that movie, I Love You, Man, about how he like doesn't have any guy friends because he just kept focusing on all of his relationships, didn't focus on his friendships at all. That's a real thing, man. Some guys do that shit, and it's, it's fucking sad, you know? You're, and girls, too, not just guys. You, you should never abandon your friends or prioritize your significant other in such a way that your friends feel completely left out, right? In my opinion, and, you know, based on my experience and what I've read. Doesn't mean I'm 100% correct, but it seems to be the case that that is so, you know, seems to be.
But, yeah. Like I said, I just want him to go back to being him. Not 100% him. There were definitely some things about him that have changed that could probably stay changed. But, you know, the, the having a good time with your friends and being a fun dude to hang around and all that stuff, I mean, that should definitely fucking come back. And there's, there's nothing wrong with growing as a human being, but you shouldn't, like, fundamentally change who you are to the point where it's hard to recognize you as a, as a human being, right? Uh, and she does this thing. Ah, uh, this really gets under my fucking skin. She has, like, this desire to turn him brown, right? Like, this guy's white. She's Hispanic. And she has, like, this desire to make him learn Spanish uh, whenever we do anything for him, like, for his birthday or anything like that. Like, his birthday song's in fucking Spanish for some fucking reason. There's never anything from, like, his culture. It, it bothers me. It bothers me. That that bothers me. It bothers me when anyone does that, when, like, they have a significant other of a different ethnicity and they just don't respect their culture or their history at all. And they just are, like, focused on, like, look, you got to respect my shit. Your shit doesn't fucking matter. I don't care about your shit. Fuck your shit. But my shit, my shit's the shit, all right? Your shit sucks. Mine's fucking cool. That stuff, it's not good to me. And if you do that to your significant other or you see that being done, you got my empathy, man. If you see it being done, if you're doing it, go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. You should, you should love every aspect of your partner, whatever that may be. You know, love them in spite of their flaws, with their flaws, and love their fucking history, their ethnicity, their culture, all that shit. Shouldn't try to change them into something else that's more appealing to you. Or otherwise, you shouldn't have married them to begin with, or be with them to begin with, right? Again, in my opinion. That shit gets on my nerves, man. Like, it just... There's nothing wrong with learning other languages. There's nothing wrong with embracing other cultures. But there is something wrong with forcing your culture upon someone and trying to erase theirs and change them into like a carbon copy of what you want them to be. That's, you know, in my opinion, fucking disgusting. It's really fucking sad to see. And I I wish it wasn't happening. But, you know, it is. So what are you going to fucking do? But that was pretty much all I want to talk to you about on that. I mean, I do briefly want to say that, again, that the, the shit with Russia's getting fucking crazy. You know, the, I mean, I say that, but maybe there's the, the possibility of peace talks now. I mean, they've kind of come to the table with some more reasonable demands. Um, they're not talking about demilitariz- demilitarization anymore or removing Zelensky. Um, what were their demands? I'm trying to remember now. I think it was um, staying out of NATO, but they can join the European Union uh, a couple other much more reasonable things. I mean, they're so fucked eco- economically at this point that I feel like they're just looking for a way to save face. And maybe this is it, you know, and maybe they'll come to the table in good faith. But there's no guarantee that they are doing that to begin with. You know, they're they're Russia. You know, they could just be like, go fuck yourself, suck our dicks. We're going to do what we're going to do. Eat shit. And then fucking Biden is uh, he's just doing what he does, man. He's just run- he's running his mouth like fucking Trump used to run his mouth, just saying shit off the cuff. That doesn't make any fucking sense and, you know, pushes us closer to war with these foreign powers and freaks me the fuck out, to be completely fucking honest. Like, this whole thing, it's just got me anxious as fuck and I'm hoping it works out we don't end up in some kind of fucking nuclear war. Because that would fucking suck, obviously. But I'll call it for there. To there I'll call it there, excuse me for now. Next week, uh, I'm going to go be doing stand-up for the first time. 
Going to give it a shot, see how it goes. Hopefully it goes well. It may not. It may fucking suck. I may fucking suck. I mean, I'm probably going to suck, realistically. It's my first time giving a, a whack at something. But hopefully I get a couple laughs. Uh, and if I don't, I'll just fucking kill myself because that'd be sad. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But, well, I don't know. Maybe. Might hurt me really bad. But probably not. But anyways, love you all. Have a wonderful day. Hugs and kisses, my babies. Stay safe out there.